your dreams, they're straight up gold Live your life, that's what I was told New ideas, they don't exist So I guess I'll just be average Welcome back everyone to episode 21 of Scratch Track And if you've made it this far, well, have a drink for us cause I now... knew it, I was like, I know what you're gonna say <laughs> Without even having to... <laughs> Like hear it. I mean, what else? What else is Twenty One associated with? Nothing. Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, hit me, Blackjack. <laughs> hit me, Blackjack. Phoebe Seymour and Hit Me Blackjack, <laughs> the classic songs. Uh-huh. Um, as always, I'm Darren Lambert. I'm Kyle Dykema. And with us today, we have a returning guest. Uh, she is our representative Irish jig dancer, <laughs> which we will get into. <laughs> Taylor Powell is here. Uh-huh. Taylor Lendering, of course. Yeah. Oh, we did, it, did it again. Uh, uh, thanks for having me back. We never it's learn, fun. apparently. No. Well, that's, yeah, no one ever learns. No. It's part of life. You you think you learn, but you don't. I think it takes, I think they say it takes 21 <laughs> times to uh, get something. 20, oh. 21 hours, 21 times. That's how you become um, an expert at something. Is this the song from Rent? I don't know. 21 hours, 21 times. I've never seen Rent. That's actually. the song they sing about uh, <laughs> how many minutes are in a day. And Is Rent just about <clears throat> how many about minutes rent? are in a day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, just about um, a bunch of people yeah. who are mad that the rent is too damn high. <laughs> Remember that video? That yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the pastor dude? Yeah, he was from Rent. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. He became a meme so fast. I <laughs> No, I imagine like if they made rent now, it would be very like millennially. Yeah. Like like they would all be hipsters in New York. Because aren't they're all in New York, right? Do you know anything I about rent? I think so, anywhere? yeah. I've never seen it, but I know mm. that well, I mm. barely know that meme. None of us have song. seen rent, yeah. so <laughs> I know that there's a there's a guy that plays drums on buckets. Mm-hmm. Is that that's accurate? I sounds accurate. <laughs> like it, Stomp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's featured from Stomp. Rent, stuck on Stomp, the... Whistle, oh, Hootenanny, all the plays, uh-huh. all the single. Do word. you think any of the cats from Cats show up in Rent? Like, <laughs> yeah. like living in their alleys or something? Uh, Rum Tum Tugger is is. I haven't seen Cats either, so. <laughs> Really, um, really, kind of have a blind spot. We on. need like a um, a pol- like a Broadway uh, musical cinematic universe Ooh. where they all uh, co- connect somehow. Yeah, that'd be cool. A stage universe <laughs> that actually would be kind of cool to see like songs from Rent that then like transition into songs from Cats that mm. transition into songs from Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. It's basically Ready Player One, but for Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all culture is just gonna collide together and uh-huh. explode. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, thoughts on this? Um, <laughs> thoughts on Cats? <laughs> thoughts on Rent? You know... Are you a Broadway musical fan um, at I, all? I like them, but... Have you ever seen one yeah. in New York? Uh, no. Okay. I've never been to New York. Hmm. But... Well... <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in, why don't you? That. I haven't. Well, I haven't been to New York. I've not seen a Broadway play. I haven't seen a Broadway play in... I've seen Wicked here, hmm. but that was it. And it was actually quite enjoyable. I thought I was going to kind of hate it, like... Uh-huh. I think I think I got a bad taste for Broadway plays because of people that really liked Broadway plays and would like sing them all the time. Uh huh. Yeah. Like the whole play, they would just sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or well, musical, technically. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure I was doing it with like Chris Farley bits. Like you just repeat them enough times that people get really sick of them. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I ruined your taste of Chris Farley, but <laughs> you ruined my taste of Cats. So I, I will never get to enjoy the pleasures. <laughs> 
I mean, Cats is like notoriously uh, very long running and also not good, right? <laughs> like critically, I, I think like isn't it kind of like considered like bad? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just assuming. But watching like cat people on stage for a long time. Can't be that. No, I take good. that back because can't the, be that good. Well, there's the Lion, Lion King. King. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I was, cat people. I mean, that's cat people. Yeah, so. <laughs> that was good. But is Sounds have you good. seen that? Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Are they wearing like wooden masks? Yeah, or it's sort of like, the, like the, makeup. The, I think both. Okay, but um, it's kind of like 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 um, the aesthetic of the <laughs> that the kids love is uh <laughs> is it's all based on um like like African like tribal kind of like okay. looks, isn't it? Sort yeah, of? I saw it with the first time it came to Denver, so I was very young, so mm. I don't really remember a lot. But I, I think they won lots of awards for their costume design. Probably, yeah, because yeah. it was pretty cool. Okay, they have like the big long giraffes. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. good, not then, the short um, giraffes. The, the well, bird I mean, in it is Zazu, right? And he, yeah, yeah, he's like a puppet thing, and somebody's holding. I'm pretty oh, sure. Lame. Well, <laughs> is there just cool a person though, in a black suit? It looks more suit. realistic for it to be a bird. <laughs> Or, or it fits the Instead aesthetic. of it yeah. being a full-grown person, like, yeah, flapping her arms. Yeah, pretending to be a bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he looks like a football mascot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that that would be the danger of, like, if, like, if they hadn't done fancy costume design, if they mm-hmm. all just look like they're, yeah, coming from a high school f- football t- game. Yeah. And they're all just, like, lions and, and birds <laughs> and wildebeest. I think Zazu sounds like a an app or like a TV remote type thing. Like, sure. a, like a Roku. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you maybe got that, that Zazu? Maybe that's what Disney's uh, streaming service will be called. Ooh. It should be. Zazu. The that's Zazu? A good idea. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's like the king's messenger. He's like bringing the king content. So he's like, <laughs> like bringing you content. Let's let's uh, contact Disney and let them know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I remember seeing a play in elementary school where it was like, how the leopard got its spots and how the yeah. rhino got its horn and how the zazu got its mazu. I think I read that book. Well, and I, re- I remember <laughs> like, I remember they were in like crappy, like animal costumes uh, and I remember being really thrown off about that. But the thing that really stands out to me about that, which I think is funny is I remember at one point the, the leopard, the guy who was playing the leopard was like kind of acrobatic and would like do cartwheels and stuff like that. Okay. And his head fell off. No, 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 no. (laughs) But, like, he was doing all these, like, cool, like, gymnastic stuff. Like, kind of, he was a cat, so he had to be all... He had to be all cat-like. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the end, there was like a Q&A, and, we could, and all of the kids just wanted to ask him to do more tricks <laughs> and do more cartwheels. And I was just, I just think about that as like, that's a very kid thing to do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get very fixated on one thing. What would the, some of the other Q&As have been? Uh, how'd you get your start? How do I get my start in the industry? <laughs> the kids are really interested in that. <laughs> Uh, um, can you watch my reel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I do just find that very endearing. Like, I'm sure if the Lion King opened up a Q&A <laughs> about the play, like, everyone would ask them, everyone would be asking about Zazu. Yeah. Or, like... Can I touch him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I make his mouth move? Scar, what was it like <laughs> when you threw your brother off the wall? <laughs> um, did you guys ever have, like... Um, like improv uh, people come to your uh, grade school when you guys were kids? Yeah, I feel like I've High school seen, we did. Yeah. Well, I remember us being in grade school and like a high school improv 
like Ooh. like like uh, you Great. know team came, and I'm sure they were really bad, but we didn't have any conception of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I was just thinking back on how how like awkward that probably was for like the teachers, maybe just like yeah. I don't know it. I can't imagine it being very good at all. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Bunch you of know, high school nonsense, though. You do, yeah. you, you do have to endure stuff as like a teacher or parent that is like it is very dumb to you, but the kids don't care. Yeah, like, kids don't care. Mm-hmm. And like I, Taylor, I remember one time you were babysitting some like Tom's little cousins, mm-hmm. and I was over and you were watching the Angry Birds movie, and I yeah. remember being like, <laughs> "This movie is awful. Like yeah. this is a bad movie." Mm-hmm. But like they're just like. But wait till you see the uh, Angry Birds Broadway musical. Oh, (laughs) Oh, They're all puppets. Oh, man. Hey, if they launch actors into, like, if they launch, like, actors who are birds into actors who are pigs, (laughs) like, I'm all for that. If it's, like, if it's, like, Stomp meets um, Circus Olay meets Angry Birds, like, I could actually get into that. Did you just call it Circus Olay? Uh, I'm (laughs) Circus, what, what, Circus Soleil? Cirque de Soleil. Ah, crap. (laughs) Circus Olay. <laughs> well, I think we found our, our episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circus Olay. <laughs> um, I think I've been saying that wrong for a long time now. That's pretty close. I could see that. <laughs> Circus Olay. When I, uh, oh, no, I, have a, I have a Cirque du Soleil story, though. When I w- lived in uh, L.A. and my parents came to visit, they wanted to go see Jay Leno on The Tonight Show. This was back when he was still doing The Tonight Show and it was still in uh, California. Or Jimmy Fallon snatched it to New York. <laughs> um, and uh, the musical performance was not a band, but it was Cirque du Soleil. And they messed up and they had to redo it. Because it's not live. It's it's like, no. you know, they tape it and then they air it that night. Yeah, yeah. And so they had to, the like juggler like dropped like some of his juggles. Uh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Jugglers dropping juggles. And they, and they had to redo it. And it was, like, really uncomfortable. Like, it's not, like, that they can't ever screw up. It's just, like, I don't know. There's there's this, like, lead up to it where it's, like, they're the greatest and here yeah. they go. And then they mess up. And then we as the audience just sort of have to pretend we didn't see that and, like, uh-huh. get really into it again and, like, applaud and, like, you know. I wish more lead ups were like that. <laughs> they're the greatest. Here they go. <laughs> That's what Jay Leno said. Yeah, yeah. You're the greatest. Here they go. Yeah. Also, I was, I was, uh, I was. Coming down to something, I was si- I was getting sick, and I was afraid I was gonna throw up like mm-hmm. in the audience, oh. and that suddenly oh. all this attention would be on me, and like Jay Leno <laughs> would look at me <laughs> and be really disappointed in oh. me. <laughs> Not that I really care about impressing oh. him; it was more of just like I really hope I don't throw up like on Jay Leno right uh. now. Not literally on him, but on his show. <laughs> yeah, That's I was too far away to throw up on him. Oof. I wish the guy who was juggling, if he messed up, like someone in the crowd just like stood up and. Just like with a, with a dart, just like, just, uh-huh. and, they, and like two people just dragged him off the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys didn't see that. I've never been to a talk show either. Yeah. They, uh, either. the thing they do also is before, um, before they have the show actually start, there's mm. like a warm up guy that comes out to like, puts a hot towel on to, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the steam comes in the yeah. in the room. I've heard it's cold in those studios. It actually is, yeah. And that's part of probably why they have a warm up guy. But he's like he's like trying to make the audience just like Loose. like he makes you like stand up and like do a bunch of stuff. It's really like demeaning. Yeah. <laughs> Meow. That's annoying. 
Because he's like, all right, everybody, touch wave your, your arms. Yeah, yeah, touch your butt. That's the second one. <laughs> show, show me your, your belly. Uh, yeah, but he's just, he's just, you know, he's like a personal trainer, kind of look at the seeming like uh. comedian, where he's not actually telling you jokes. He's just like, he's just really like, hey, how's it going, everybody? Oh, and, like uh, a surf coach. Yeah, and he's like, just trying to get you like, all right, everyone, let's, let's get excited and let's practice your applause and your cheers and your, because, you know, there's the sign that says applause and they teach you how to clap when the sign lights up and the mics are way up there it's really complicated yeah he basically said that i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. yeah anyway and also jay leno came out before just in all his all denim uh and greeted us before he went back and gotten his uh tonight show suit (laughs) do you think he wears the denim underneath i hope so (laughs) because i do it's cold in those studios (laughs) gotta layer up it's like nothing touches this body but pure (laughs) denim Taylor, if you could be on a, if you could go to a talk show, top choice? Uh, probably Jimmy Fallon. Yeah? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Tara's very disappointed <laughs> in you. Sorry. No, I thought you were going to say <laughs> I Ellen. I like him. I thought you were going to say Ellen. Oh, that would be fun too. There's I a... I don't watch her as much because it's on in the afternoon, so. Mm. Do, forget. Don't forget, you could also include things like um, the Maury show. <laughs> Is that still What's on? the Maury show? Isn't oh, that, gosh. Isn't that like yeah, the, the like paternal, paternal yeah. tests and like. Or like Dr. Phil. Yeah. Or like, oh, like, I mean, oh, those okay. all need audiences too. Like my girlfriend's pregnant with like another guy's baby. Yeah. And, then, and, then <laughs> and like the boyfriend's you, a squid. You're yeah. The, you're the father. <laughs> I'm the mother. I'm yeah. Dr. Phil. <laughs> Jerry Springer. I'm, they're yeah, the best yeah, at yeah. this. Here they go. <laughs> um, yeah. The, but you could, I mean, there's a ton of different stuff. You yeah. could go to one of those, um, I think there's there's like mediums or whatever. On, Ooh. You know, oh, yeah. they do those. I, uh, I would probably want to go to one to interview a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. But do you guys know the Graham Norton show? Yeah, that's no. the British. Yeah, he's like he's like British Jimmy Fallon. He basically is. Yeah. yeah, I think I think he does a really good job. I would go. I would go to his thing. Plus the, um, I don't know if the audience gets to drink, but I know that the uh, the people that they're interviewing get to drink when mm-hmm. they're on the show, and it actually like makes them like really loose. Sure. Which I don't know. That's like a weird American thing that we have. That's adopted. what we do here at this podcast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, not this morning. I no. mean, it's it's mostly waters and yeah. coffees around here right now. But, yeah. But man, when we have a when we have a celebrity guest, who nanny. <laughs> Yeah. Get, try and get them loose. <laughs> try and talk about the embarrassing stories when mm-hmm. they were a kid. Do you... Okay. Like, some talk shows, when a comedian is being interviewed, they're basically just doing their bits, right? They're, like, just doing their routine. Yeah, I think, actually, With, most talk shows these days, uh, at least the American ones, yeah. it's all, like, pre-decided what they're going to talk about before. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like... I mean, There's like this is what makes them professionals. They like, or, uh, you know, it seems vaguely natural, but you can sort of key in on it if you pay attention. That yeah, they're sure. like, it's like, so you, uh, you had an interesting thing happen to you, uh, didn't you recently? Like, so they'll say like, stuff like that. And then Taylor, what's your interesting thing that happened to you? <laughs> oh, wow. And then somebody will uh, <laughs> tell that story because it's like, oh, that was planned. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. just like, you know, yeah. oh, think of an interesting story on the spot. Yeah, or when like, it's like, oh, I heard your kid did this, and then mm-hmm. they have a picture of right. it or yeah, video. It's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's completely all <laughs> yeah. like pre-planned bits. Oh, man, I hope my kids don't get pictures taken of them, and then I go on a talk show, they're like, your kid shit on your neighbor's lawn. Tell me about that. <laughs> Here's a photo. Here's a photo. <laughs> I don't know if we can show this on television. <laughs> oh, boy. Well... It is St. Patrick's Day. Today. Today. Not the day, the day that you fine listeners are, are hearing this. But. No, 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 no. 
And Taylor, we wanted to ask you. Taylor, tell us about a time. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I've just realized we did this. Yeah, yeah, we had like a pre-interview yeah. thing. We actually have a thing that we planned on talking about. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's we have. We, this so is t- coincidental. So, so Taylor, uh, uh, I heard about an interesting uh, thing that you used to do. Uh, you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, tell us about your interesting thing. I'm the guy that they oh, like throw bits. You said it like David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> if I could get a co-host for my talk show, it would be David. Oh, Lynch. I wish. <laughs> anyway, so yes, it is St. Patrick's Day, and uh, and and you have an interesting history with uh, <laughs> Irish dancing. Yeah, yes. is that true? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you uh, Irish dance, or mm-hmm. you used to? Yeah, I guess. yeah. I don't really do it anymore. Is it a but. jig? Um, there is jig. There's different types of Irish dancing, so jig is one of them. Mm. What's what's a jig? Uh, what separates a jig from a something else? Um, the style <laughs> of music usually. What's so, that? The style of music. Okay. Yeah, but it's and not then, the actual movements themselves. Um, no. No. And then there's the there's the soft shoe dance and then the hard shoe dance, which on St. Patrick's Day. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of a honk shoe dance. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the audience sleeps. Uh, usually, if you're going to a show on St. Patrick's Day, you're seeing Irish dancers on TV. <laughs> okay. It's the hard shoe. <laughs> Sorry. So, I'm laughing at my own show. But in those differences, that was a really funny joke, though, <laughs> I, I think. It's right up my alley. Um, the soft shoe, hard shoe. Is it just the shoe that's different again, or is it like just the, uh, is it the movements and the music um, are different for those two as well? For the soft shoe and hard shoe, there's definitely different movements because the hard shoe is all about making as much, well, noise. not really making as much noise <laughs> as possible, <well, laughs> like, you need to be making noise. Yeah. So there's like stomping and right. in the soft shoes, it's trying to be as quiet as possible. So you're really? judged on like, how quiet oh. you are. Wait, so how do they... Are they like? Do they have like the the floors mic'd up or like? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah. judges right next to the yeah, floors. Yeah, yeah. They put their ears. To the yeah, floor. they put yeah. their ears to the ground. I mean, not yeah. during the hard shoe dance though. <laughs> no, no, that no. would be too much. Shatter an eardrum. I I like to think you're being like like slowly uh, karate kid trained into like sneaking around and curb stomping people <laughs> with like soft shoe and hard shoe. Like, mm-hmm. is that true? Can you talk um, about that? <laughs> no, that's secret. Oh, crap. The Irish assassins. Yeah. <laughs> um, but why do you but why do you think there is like the I mean those are two opposite ends of like the dance spectrum where it's like hard shoe and soft shoe. Like why does that exist in Irish dancing? Is it like to try and finesse things? Like to, Yeah, like, I think it's just <clears throat> a different style for how it goes with music. Um, mm-hmm. Are you uh with the hard shoe, are you sort of like it's like tap dancing in some sense right where yeah, you're it's, sort it's of probably like, the most similar to tap dancing. you're like the the sounds you're making with the shoes it is sort of like a rhythm or or like mm-hmm. some sort of additive to the music i assume yeah 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 and that's a lot more mm-hmm. about like um i guess smaller mm-hmm. footwork because you're you're moving your foot in a lot of different ways to make different sounds uh-huh. uh, and combinations of sounds right um, <laughs> you rolled your eyes lame. at that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds kind of weird. No, it's actually it's awesome. <laughs> Hard to describe. And then the soft shoe is more, I guess, about the sneaking open up and show. Yeah, there well, any, you do uh, special footwork in that too with your jumps. But are there any public videos of of you doing this? Uh, I was yeah. want to know. Let's if, go like, to the clip. <laughs> I just want to know if we could uh, if I could share one. Just don't, or I, don't I could find anything of me. Okay, I've seen you do it. Yep. You did it in college at a talent show. Yes, yeah, and there yeah. there could be a Facebook recording of that. I have a question somewhere. What what's with the what's with the like girls put the little curls in their hair? What's yeah, with, so it's it's just tradition to have curly hair. Um, Is that tradition or just an Irish thing? 
Um, like they are, they have lots of curly haired people. Uh, I, I think. Well, I guess I don't know for sure, but in the dance world, mm-hmm. the competitions like everybody has curly hair. Um, so most people wear wigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Did the you- styles have changed a lot because you. I used to have um a big full bouncy curl wig. And now, cool. now it looks like the style is more like having your hair kind of up in a bun and then just like a curly thing on top. A little poof. Like, yeah. Do you follow the uh, the world of Irish dancing? A little still? bit. My my <laughs> Irish dancing school. I like them on Facebook, so mm-hmm. I see what they're up to. Oh. So. I did you go that. to Ireland? And no, compete? I never <laughs> did. Usually, um, the world championships are in the UK in general and mm-hmm. Ireland a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you? Not get- that good. <laughs> How did you, like, get into it initially? Um, we it... had some friends that did it in my elementary school, and they um, and were a big saw... Irish family and had Irish dance for a long time. And so I said, oh, I want to do that. And I did. Oh, <laughs> and your friends well, were like, eh, fine. Yeah, I think I was about seven. So it wasn't, it was an act, you made the decision. It wasn't like your parents were like, you should get into this. <laughs> yeah, no, it was me. Your, fa- that... your father and I are, are huge traditional people, boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is hard to listen to. Because, like, I'm thinking about, like, when I was very young and did, like, like sports. Yeah. Like, like T-ball or whatever when I was very <laughs> The young. great sport of T-ball. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, I don't remember making a decision to do that. And I, I don't regret, like, having to do it at all. It's oh, just, it was yeah. just, like, my parents were just like, oh, this is a thing you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably wasn't that into it. Um, no. I remember. But that's fine. The first thing I really remember, like making my own decision on about what about what I was going to do was playing drums yeah like doing music because I basically was like yeah I was like baseball was forced on me music was forced on me uh soccer was forced on me basketball just all these like activities right but I think the first thing that I chose was drumming so for you like it wasn't even Irish dancing or it was I guess you said yeah. I wanted to do that yeah I chose so. it mm-hmm. um so and was it age. was it sort of like a um like you saw friends doing it and were like, I want to be cool like you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So um, this family, my my older brother and um, and the oldest girl of that family were classmates. And mm-hmm. so I think I saw her dancing. And, um, you know, around St. Patrick's Day time, we would, as a dance company, like we'd go do shows everywhere. And a lot mm-hmm. of it was at elementary schools. Right. Um, so I think they probably came to school or saw them somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, oh, yeah, I want to do that. That seems fun. Nice. <laughs> Man, we, get, we get high school improv and uh, <laughs> river dancing, and it's yeah. really cool. But wait, is river dancing different? Um, yeah, river dance is just like the big show that Michael Flatley yeah, that's like a invented, I guess. But it is oh, all Irish. <laughs> he's a big Irish dancer. He's the one that started River Dance. Oh, okay. As but, far as I know, he started. And so it's like, um, <clears throat> it's like River Dance would be like if if you were to compare it to like ballet or something, it would be like a specific like performance of a specific ballet. Yeah, but I guess it's still like Carmen. Sure, you could, or you could the say Black it's Swan. like kind of like the Broadway show of Irish dancing, right? But there's, there's no competition a, involved. Or is there anything. a story? It's just, a it's just no. It's just um, people dancing, right? I've seen it. What's the plot? I think of... I've seen it once, and it maybe is a story, but I maybe a very I simplistic know. like yeah. uh, thing that's conveyed. I remember <clears throat> not liking it that much though, because it's supposed to be more of a show. So he's a lot more free. Like in Irish dancing competitions, you're not allowed to use your arms. Like they have to stay flat by your side <laughs> and you know michael flatley's out there like swinging his arms everywhere uh-huh. <laughs> so i remember name. watching that being like wow so he like a disgrace <laughs> <laughs> 
He like she stands up during the middle of the performance. No. <laughs> so, so he basically took uh, he took Irish dancing and like commercialized it. And, yes. Like, and 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 ruined it. Like yeah, which uh, for, it's, it's for, fine for all the normies yeah. out there. Yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. it a lot more popular, so it really yeah, is no, fine. But that literally happens me to every learning single all the rules. Form, I didn't like. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what it's. It, <laughs> It's like what David Blaine did with magic. Sure. It's like what uh, Jay Leno did with the talk show. It's like what Michael Bay did with movies. Yeah, yeah. Ru- ruined the craft. <laughs> I guess. And the, sa- the same guy that ki- that killed the uh, the Circus Olay. I did it again. I said Circus Olay. <laughs> I, need- I really need to get out of that. I've been saying that wrong this entire time. I've never known it was Circa de No, not even Circa. It's Circa just, de. I think it's just Cirque de Soleil. Cirque de. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I can pronounce uh, I can pronounce uh, river jig or whatever it is. <laughs> I, uh, river dance, yeah. Well, apparently I can't now. <laughs> um, the cool part about um, river dance type shows is the people that can play the fiddle and Irish dance at the same time. Whoa, like, cool. That's impressive. Nice. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I have a question about the music because it all sounds like 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 what? That's what the that's what it all sounds like. Was that a fiddle that you were just doing? Sure. But like, but it, where is the nuance in the music? Obviously, like it's, it's, it's a lot it, of it's in the timing. So okay. like, I some dances are like in four four, and some are in I think six four. And cool. I don't know the yeah. details, but do you yeah. ever just listen to that music? Are um, you like into it? Not so much anymore. I, I kind of used to be. That's but. fine. I was just curious because, <laughs> yeah. like, and when I hear it, I enjoy it. And like, yeah, um, you know, Ed Sheeran has a new song that kind of has like a <laughs> Irish jig, jig type feel, and so it's like, oh, I could totally dance to this. You uh-huh. know? Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a good Kate Bush song that's called the Jig of Life. That's like a good like mm. Irish kind of dance. Yeah. Okay. I do, um, like, I do like Kate Bush. Yeah. So, um, do you miss it? <laughs> I do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, like, just put on the shoes and, like, dance around the house? <laughs> yeah, the neighbors below her love it. Oh, yeah. not, not if it's the soft shoes. That's, yeah, that's true. right. That's what, I'm... that's what you wear at night. Light as a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to sleep. You're like... Yeah. We should get our neighbors upstairs some soft shoes so they can stop pounding on our ceiling. I know. If you've listened to the podcast long enough, you've probably heard them at some point or another. Maybe. Thankfully, we seem to get lucky most of the time when recording. But I mean, we don't know that they don't Irish jig, so hey. <laughs> yeah, although I think we'd be able to hear the rhythms. Yeah, and we'd be hearing feel the, the rhymes. <laughs> get on top, it's Irish time. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I th- but I think we'd also be hearing the music too. The it's my best impression. It's all I have. Good. Uh, did you dance to U two ever? Um, no, I don't think so. They don't have any like jig songs. I don't think it's kind of a shame, really. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's really a shame that Ed they Sheeran might have has... something you could do. That's sort of like assuming though that every band that comes out of America has to play country music or something like that. You I know. Mean... <laughs> Kind of. I mean, isn't blues from America, too? No, I mean, well, not really. Jazz I mean, is American. Blues is actually rooted in, like, Africa, more oh. than anything. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel insensitive. <laughs> that, that's racism on my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't even know how to interpret that. Well, whatever. Um, cool. But would you have to perform at, mm-hmm. like, like 
Like, was St. Patrick's Day, like, your day? Like, you Yeah, to, like, it was fun. Like, I'd get to miss a lot of school the week of St. Patrick's Day to go do shows. Wow. Cool. Um, and, yeah, it was always a really special time. That's why you did it. Time. Yeah. That's <laughs> totally. why you did it. This is my week. <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun. And then there's the competitions that you compete in. Are they pretty um, Are they pretty competitive? Or, like... Yeah, so there's, um, there's several angles? different levels of okay. competition. Um, and then you have to advance through the levels. But, <laughs> What's the yeah. farthest you ever got? <laughs> uh, I got level to the, four. <laughs> I got to the pre, like the preliminary championship level. So okay. that and then there's one more after that called the open championships, and then that's when you can compete um, in like the national competitions and <clears throat> qualify for worlds and go to worlds. Mm-hmm. And then so. can you use your arms in the open competition? <laughs> uh, no, I don't believe so. Is there no free form <laughs> Irish dance like, no. co- like there is um, avant garde? <laughs> <laughs> there is group dances like there's they call it. Uh, based on the number of hands that would be in the groups, so like eight hand, four hand, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and so like so then you are using your arms a little bit more because you're like you know I don't know now dancing around with people dancing in a circle. Here's yeah. another follow up question: Do you when so your performance is that something that you designed or are you like following a strict like um, like dance routine that like. Uh, I guess goes with that song or yeah, is it so, sort of like how much creativity I guess are you bringing into like your dancing? Uh, none. Oh, none. For me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but is that, but is none that your, for me, thank you. <laughs> is that your choice or is that uh, like because of no, how it's, the... No, it's what you do. So in competitions, yeah, you, you learn the dances that like um, I guess each school probably has their own choreographers or uh-huh. something that make their own dances. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's like the reel and the jig and like hornpipe and things like that those are different types of dances okay and so then there's different dances like for that specific or different sets i guess for that specific dance uh-huh. um so that's what you'd learn and do in competition and then the shows you know are mm-hmm. the owner of the school would tell you what to dance for the shows gotcha but um we would have recitals where she would or the other dance teachers would come up with cooler things like uh-huh. i've seen a routine to like singing in the rain or something Whoa. So, Whoa! Was yeah. that like an Irish version, or like a like? No, it was it was still just the regular singing the rain song. In the rain. <laughs> that was more Scottish, yeah. I think. I'm sorry. So kind of walk us a close line. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, and then there is Ooh. Scottish dancing, which is diff- way different oh, than really? Irish dancing. Yeah. What is Scottish dancing? Um, it seems no, it's, I they don't all know. Wear kilts? It yeah, seems yeah. a lot more basic cool. to me than okay. Irish dancing, and it's a little bit more. Mm, floofy, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit more floofy. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah. Like the little, like, balls that hang down from the bagpipe. True. Are those, like, little floofy balls? A little rabbit pouch in front of the crotch. <laughs> sure. Whatever but that thing is. It's a fanny pack, isn't it? Is it? Uh, kind of looks like one. Maybe. What do you keep in there? Uh, more of those floofy balls. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> in case they fall off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put a little replacement on. Uh-huh. But, yeah, they wear different costumes, everything. I think they wear similar shoes. Mm. Soft but... and hard. Yeah, I don't know if they do. I've only, I think I've only ever seen soft shoe. Do they caper toss during the performance? Well, so a lot of times the competitions would be at like Scottish Irish festivals, so, oh. so they would do that. Cool. Not as part not of the as dancing part of the competition, dance. but on the right. side, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. was, those were fun. Have you had haggis? No, I haven't either. I what haven't. is it? It's uh, it's it's in a sheep's bladder. It's like yeah. stuffed into a sheep's bladder. But what is it like? Um, in, it's, a, it's a food. Sheep? Yeah, but what's in the sheep? You said there's stuff uh, in a sheep's it's, bladder. It's, I think I think it's intestines. I think it is like yeah. intestines stuff stuffed into huh. a, pi- uh, a bladder and then cooked. Hmm. So all the gross things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like the lower half <laughs> of the animal yeah. just <laughs> stuffed into one container. It sure. doesn't sound 
um, it doesn't sound great. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I've never had it, so you know what? I won't knock it before I try it. Um, uh, how let's then we get shifted to this uh, sure. realm. Uh, how <laughs> adventurous of eaters uh, are? Would you guys be like as far as uh, like Ooh. crazy stuff? So here's here's a, here's a good um, here's a good example of something, and I want to know if you would you would consider it or not because okay. I remember hearing about this before, but I was reminded of it recently because it was in a book I was reading. Um, there's like this type of puffer fish that you can get that's like um, very poisonous unless it's prepared like a very mm-hmm. specific way. Mm-hmm. And I think it, every year it causes like 10 deaths and like Ugh. hundreds of illnesses, but it's like a delicacy. If you had it prepared for you by a supposed chef that was, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that was uh, you know, competent and knew what he was doing, which, yeah. would you consider eating it? Because I was like, I read this in the book and I was like, I wonder, would I, mm. would I feel confident enough? Yeah, I'd have to have some kind of a guarantee that it would not kill But me. you couldn't. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, other, I don't think other I than try the, that. Other than the chef's guarantee, essentially. Yeah. But. Uh, I I'd, I'd have to say no. Yeah? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, one in ten? <laughs> That's No, crazy. one in ten. No, no. Ten deaths a year. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, mm, still, cause I, cause, cause, cause Murphy's law is gonna take over, and I'm gonna be one of those people. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, and delicacies is like, I don't know. As as far as those go, I'm kind of like one that could kill me, not really one that I'm really mm-hmm. seeking out. Yeah, but I, I actually don't even know like the logistics of it. I don't know if it would be like instantaneous. Yeah. I think if you were probably feeling ill and got to a hospital, you would be fine. Maybe. Uh, I think probably the cases where people die, it's, mm-hmm. it's probably because. Yeah. You know, they they did something wrong. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that adventurous of an eater. Um I, I like I like to think that I'm not as picky as I used to be, but I'm but I'm still pretty like mm-hmm. safe as far as my foods go. Yeah. Like there's even some like plants that I'm just like no won't won't go there. Like what exa- <laughs> give me an example. Well, like I don't like beets very much. Okay. Um. Like I mean, and I know they're like probably really good for you and they have a lot of like color which is supposedly really good for you, but I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't. Maybe it's just the way they've been prepared all my life. Just mm-hmm. kind of never encountered them. But uh, I don't know. And I remember watching like, the, who's, who's the guy that like eats bugs? Andrew Zimmerman or whatever. Who? Hans, Bear, Hans, Bear Hans, Hans, Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> He's like he does he does like the he does like the bizarre foods. Oh yeah, I think his name is Andrew Zimmerman. Okay, well, anyways, yeah. I remember there was one time he was in like Vietnam, and there's one delicacy there where. It's like, it's like a, it's like a duck yeah, egg that's like, that's like, it's, it's nearing like being full, like a full grown duck and going to like break out of the egg and they just cook it in the egg and then, <laughs> and then you just, eat, you just eat the whole thing. So you're eating uh-huh. like, you're eating like almost a full grown, well not full grown, you're, you're almost eating like a fully developed baby duck inside of an egg. Uh-huh. It's like the weirdest hard boiled egg you've ever encountered. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, pass. Why? Do you remember they had those, um, those lollipops and stuff when, like, with like the scorpion with, inside with, of it? With yeah. like bugs inside of totally. them? Weird. Never Did you ever have one. one of those? No. no. And I wouldn't do like the, 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 the tequila with like the worm in the bottom. Like gross. Uh-huh. I don't need a worm pickled in my tequila. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> gross. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'm, in regular everyday eating, I'm kind of picky. Like I don't like yogurt or eggs and things like that. But what? Yeah, Wait. I know. Hold the phone. I know. Yogurt Hold the phone. Yeah, it's bad. Wait, you don't like eggs at all? Like no. there's no way unless of pr- it's pr- baked into a cookie them? or something. You don't like the consistency or something? Just don't like the flavor. Really? Yeah. I mean, you're not the first person to say that, but it's kind of yeah. like 
Like I had eggs today, and I put like I I put like like hot sauce in it, and I put some uh, um, some pesto in it, and like it like I don't like I don't love just eggs. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll eat like a scrambled like if it's served to me, and it has like lots of sausage and yeah, okay. salsa and stuff. But uh huh. The yogurt thing though. Mm-hmm. No. No. What's with that? Even like the sugariest like yogurt. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, gogurt, don't even like that. What? No. <laughs> How dare you? What about froyo? Uh, I, you usually can't taste a yogurty flavor, but just the idea of it creeps me out enough that I won't. What's the idea? Really? <laughs> just like something in. Well, because like, I think I'm going to taste the yogurt and I hate uh, yogurt flavor. So. Hmm. Yeah. But I have tried um, some of my adventurous foods like escargot and. Oh, I've not had escargot. Uh, alligator. Really? Mm-hmm. Guider. How did that taste? Uh, it uh, honestly tastes like a lot chicken. like chicken. Yeah, like I know it's kind of a <laughs> joke. classic but thing, you but eat, it does. But you don't eat like the skin, right? No, and I've, I've only <laughs> had it be... like fried, so it's like, oh, yeah. it's kind of like fried shrimp. Sure. Uh-huh. It's like kind of the consistency of shrimp. I imagine it, it like being chicken. like kind of kind of chewy. Yeah, it, it was kind of chewy. Ah, yeah. But... You wouldn't eat a gator? <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, I, I would eat gator. I just don't like chewy meat. Like like sometimes like a chewy steak, I don't even like that much. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. It's just... And it's not even like it's not even like that it's gamey. It's just that it is chewy and hard to right. eat. Like I don't know. Like I've had like like deer and elk before, and I really like it. Yeah. And like some people would say that that's gamey, but I'm like, oh, I, like I don't know, it just tastes a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'd, I'd have gator for sure. Or like mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think you can have like I think you can like have like kangaroo meat and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I would probably. They're like try deer that. in Australia. They like don't they like they're probably everywhere. Don't like people hunt them. I guess so. Yeah, I think so. Had rabbit before, which was really good. Uh-huh. Really like that. I never had um uh what's the what's the baby calf? Veal? Veal, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could have veal actually. Mm. Just why out of principle of it being a baby animal. What about a lamb? Well, is it a full grow so it's not sheep? It's right. It's lamb like a, is a baby. Lamb is a baby. Sheep. Oh no, I've had lamb. <laughs> yeah. I love lamb. Sorry, Gary. Oh no. <laughs> you guys are blowing my mind today. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Circus yeah, I don't like <laughs> uh, No, when it's a full-grown sheep, I think they call it mutton, technically. Isn't, oh. it, isn't that what mutton is? Do people eat mutton? I thought I mutton mean, was like probably. rotten. Probably. I'm sure people eat it, but... I thought mutton was like rotten lamb. I always thought no. mutton was like sheep. Probably. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, I've been eating baby. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. I actually <laughs> I feel like really lamb. bad about that. <laughs> well, what do you think eggs are? <laughs> no, well, no. Here, okay. No, I've had I've had a lot of thoughts. So okay. I recently went vegetarian for Lent, and I've had a lot of thought, like conversations with like other vegetarians at my work about mm-hmm. like eggs, especially um, I have a friend who's vegan there, and like I asked him, like, like <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. And I asked him, like, why don't vegans eat eggs? Like, I understand that they are potentially a living thing mm-hmm. but like like a chicken's gonna have an egg no matter what so mm-hmm. like like what why can't you eat that and, and he he told me it's more of the principle about like the way that tr- chickens are treated in america right. and right and just the food industry in general and i was like okay i'm, I'm behind that but like yeah like eggs to me aren't is not a baby animal because mm-hmm. it's like the chicken's gonna have it unless it's like fertile i don't know what when yeah, they're fertilized. unfertilized, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but like a lamb is like, it's a little baby and yeah. I don't want to eat yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good in, in, yeah. in Jerusalem. Jerusalem. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I maybe. The, <laughs> Mediterranean food. <laughs> oh, Jerusalem food. In Jerusalem food. There is a restaurant. It's called Jerusalem. Yeah, that's what but, I was thinking of. Yeah. That's where I have it. Um, it's so good. Yeah. So I was, what I guess, 
I think if you if you want to make the argument up for being vegetarian based completely on like the uh, fact that it's cruel to eat animals, like I don't really have good rebuttals for that. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> to push back on you a little bit. Sure. If, I mean, if you're just going to draw the line and say like, oh, I'll eat a cow, but not a baby cow. Like, well, what's really the difference? I mean, at that point, uh, other yeah. than just your own like, Cuteness. They yeah, were exactly. baby at one point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, well, and, and, and the other argument is like, well, the restaurant has veal already. Uh-huh. Like, like. Like, they're yeah, going to yeah. serve it to someone no matter what, or throw it away. Like, am I doing yeah. them a disservice by not ordering it? I don't know. But yeah. it, maybe it didn't. But it really just, for me, kind of is, like, the thought of it. Yeah. No, and I totally, like, respect anyone that that yeah. is willing to give that up because they they yeah. are uncomfortable with yeah. it. I, I also don't, like... I, yeah, that maybe that's one thing where like my my own values are not consistent. But like I just I just don't ever see myself giving it up meat. Yeah, um, no. I would. Yeah, I would totally be up for pushing for like better treatment of the animals as, or in any of those cir- circumstances. Yeah, but, and I, yeah. and and I would like like if I, if I was to have one meat, it would be chicken. Uh-huh. Like I love I love chicken more than any other meat. <laughs> so it's kind of like. It's kind of like okay, like if I if I was to be like, I mean, you're not even pescatarian at that point. You're just you're just uh-huh. eating a meat. But if right. I was to eat something, it would be chicken. And now, what about fi- the fish? What about the fishies? See, like the fish thing too. Like like I am eating fish right now, and right they, now at this exact moment, <laughs> guys, you, you want some of this cod? <laughs> guys, you bring some cod. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, like I, I I like fish too. Is like another weird thing. Is like people are like oh, there's so many, but it's like it is a living thing too. Or like, mm-hmm. it is an animal too. Like, I don't know. I, it's I not as cute as a cow. Um, there's some cute fish. <laughs> what are what's all the cute fish? Uh, dolphins. Yeah, I guess <laughs> no, so. they're they're um, mammals. Oh, you're right. Blue tangs, <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm like so dory. Dumb. What's that? Blue tangs, like dory. Yeah, some those of the coral, cute, the coral fish. Yeah, yeah, but nobody eats those. Is an eel technically That's a fish? True. Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. I think eels are kind of cute. Kind of have that underbite. Wait, really? Fish. Yeah. Ooh, eels are, are, stingrays are cute. Stingrays and cute are cute. cute little smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, but do people eat those either? Do I people think, eat rays? Uh, yeah, I think oh, yeah. so. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, probably probably one Asian of those poisonous delicacies. <laughs> yeah. Shark. I, I love sharks. Sharks are one of my favorite animals. Just like I've the, tried shark before, too. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind of shark? Shark fin soup? Little shark. <laughs> <laughs> Baby shark. <laughs> little sharks. <laughs> No, I no idea like, what kind. Some girl in our class in middle school was obsessed with sharks and brought some in one time for us to try. She was obsessed with eating them? Yeah, uh, no, like <laughs> just sharks in general. Like she loves she sounds horrible. anything that has to do with sharks, including eating It's like, them, I'm yes. the apex predator now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunt me, no. why don't you? Uh, but yeah, so she, we tried it. And how was that? It was fine. Yeah. I don't think I'd really yeah. want to order yeah. it again. Yeah, I don't know. I'm also not a big like 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 fish eater. Mm-hmm. Like like I love I love like I love like the bottom feeders. Like I love uh, crab and and shrimp and catfish. Mm-hmm. Cat, catfish is really good. Um, I love salmon. It's not a bottom feeder, but I really love that. But like I don't know. Like when I go on vacation and like there's fish prepared for me, it's just kind of like yeah, it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I also don't eat baby carrots. So, you know, just, <laughs> just uh, you know, trying to be consistent. Oh, here. yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or uh, baby spinach. Mm-hmm. Or baby, baby lettuce. Corn. Baby corn. Oh, but you're so cute. Baby corn. Ba- baby food. Uh, uh, no, that I do eat. <laughs> that I love the consistency. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smushed peas are my favorite. Oh. Ugh. Don't, don't like peas. That's another, that's another thing. Um, 
But I wouldn't try like dur- durian fruit either. Mm. Oh yeah. I've never had that. Like, do you know what that is? Yeah, Yeah, I do know what it is. is The stinky fruit. Yeah. What is it? I I don't know if I've ever smelled it either. Well, it it smells like bad. Yeah, it smells bad. Okay. But it is considered a delicacy, and I'm kind of like, eh, pass. I don't see it on chopped. You know, does it smell bad? Taste good? Uh, Or what? I don't think so. No. (laughs) I don't know. Because on chopped, they always use it, and I'm pretty sure it's like use as little as possible because it's nasty. Yeah. Mm. (sighs) But what are they using it in? I don't know. Entrees. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm just curious, like, what kind of dish it goes with. I'm not with. sure. What's like, what's like the one adventurous food you would try? I mean, would, would um, you try that puffer fish? Did you say? I uh, I would definitely consider it. I would not immediately say no. I think. That, bravo. That's and, ballsy. And on, and on, I, cause I've, I've thought about it a lot this week. <laughs> not like a lot. Like, sure. That's all I've been thinking about. Sure. But just, I, I had that thought in my head and I was like, you know. I and and maybe I, I wonder I wonder if they make you sign something before you eat it. Maybe mm. your life away. Because mm. like I was like, well, if if I were to get sick from it, it would technically be the chef's fault, right? I guess so. Because because that's yeah, cause the they, way it works is like you have to prepare, prepare it a specific way or else it's poisonous. I mean, do you sign a waiver before like eating those like super hot wings, like in three minutes or whatever? Like, <laughs> I think at some places you probably do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's up to the, the and then there's like um, but... steak tartare, which is just mm. raw steak. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Try. I don't think. No, I've seen those. It's just like, isn't that like the really? Th- it's like really small little yeah. pieces of it. Which, is it thin? I, I think for the most part, it really is fine because beef is probably the most safe yeah well yeah raw, so but... the the thing with um beef too is it's it's ground beef that you have to watch out for because that's all like processed yeah. and like it's like because i <clears> think <throat> um generally what they say is that most of the like non like meat or meat that hasn't been ground and gone through like the machinery mm-hmm. is probably totally fine hmm. and that's why you can have like rare steak because as mm-hmm. long as you're even just cooking the outside like sure it's not that yeah. big of a deal interesting but when you're dealing with ground beef, that has to be cooked yeah. much. Better. I got beef with ground beef. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's it? What is it? You uh, just got it's sick. Really delicious. <laughs> actually, yeah. Like that's actually the that's actually the second thing. Like if I if I could have chicken, then I could have one more meat. It would be probably like beef. Like mm-hmm. ground beef is in a lot of things, and I really love it. A lot of Italian foods. Yeah. A lot tacos. Of tacos. Uh, I do love burgers. Mm-hmm. A boiga. Yeah, but not big on steak. Really? I love steak. Really? Yeah, not big on steak. Just, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, it is good when I have it. I really do like it. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think there are other meats that are better. Yeah. Um. I Okay, so speaking of hot foods, I had a coworker bring in. So are you aware of Hot Ones, the, the, the YouTube series? Mm, yeah, I think so. It's so like, they, where they, they just have, like, guests try to eat really spicy food right? yeah they basically so so it's a, it's a show where they basically have a celebrity guest and there's there's a guy there the host or whatever and he basically interviews them while they eat like hot wings and they, and they kind of and i think they it's like eight or so uh-huh. they like go up in intensity of hot sauce right well my my coworker brought in one that's pretty notorious it's like the fourth hottest one that they've had on the show or something uh-huh. like that and whatever they measure uh hotness in like uh, I, for, I forget exactly what it's 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 in the like the three hundred thousands. Okay. And like apparently mm-hmm. sometimes some of them can go up to like, like well even even higher than that obviously. 
And I tried like a little bit of it on my food and I was dying. Like it was so, <laughs> I, I have never tasted something. What was the name before. of it? Do you remember? I can't remember. Um, I remember one, one time when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. one of my classmates bringing in hellfire jerky, mm. which was like a super spicy, like um, beef jerky. That, mm-hmm. that was, that was like uh, a rough time yeah. <laughs> having that. Tom Oof. and I tried uh, ghost pepper this summer. Yeah, really? That was it. Was really bad. Ugh. In what context did you just eat the pepper, or was it? Um, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I didn't actually really eat it. Tom <laughs> ate a whole piece, <laughs> and then my my mom was there. She put a piece in her mouth and immediately spit it out. <laughs> and I had but just that still got like, and then you. a piece fell on the floor, and I picked it up and threw it in the trash so our dog wouldn't eat it. And then, like, later, I think I had a chip or something and, like, licked my finger. Oh. And my finger was still so spicy. And I'd wash my hands and everything. Yeah. It was crazy. I remember one time I was making something. I don't even... It wasn't even that, like, hot of a pepper. I forget what kind of pepper it was, but I was, like, cutting up pepper. And then, like, I, I ended up, like, scratching my, my cheek. Yeah. And I had, like, a <laughs> red, like, burning splotch on my cheek for, like, the rest Ow. of the night. Yeah, that's crazy. And it was, like, kind of close to my eye. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't my eye, obviously. But uh, I was like, man. And I was like, how do you make it go away? <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <sighs> like, what do I pour milk on yeah, my face? Yeah, some milk on your face, I guess. I, I can't find the hot sauce exactly, but it's... Uh-huh. Yeah, it 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 really destroyed me. Like it, I, I put a, I put a little bit on, like, uh, at the end of my fork and just put it on. I think I was having like eggs or a burrito or something like that. Uh huh. And I had a whole and I had the bite and then just was like, this this legitimately like make makes me want to stop eating. Like mm-hmm. I, I was just like I'm I was hungry and now my body is just like what have you done? We're shutting down. <laughs> yeah. So and I like hot food. I really yeah. do. So. Or spicy food, rather. Mm-hmm. Do you like, Taylor, spicy food? Uh, yeah, I. it depends. And I feel like sometimes my spicy tolerance changes a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like, people are like, oh, you gotta, it's like a dare. It's just like, oh, you gotta try this. And it's just like, this is not enjoyable in any capacity. Yeah. You might as well just, like, stick needles in my eyes. Yeah, it's like eating a Tide Pod. I don't usually like it up to the point where it's like you can't even taste your food. It's so spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. I just enjoyable. don't like eating and constantly have to blow my nose. Yeah. <laughs> I do. You get to me. sniffles. Yeah, I just, I just get, like, hot in the face and runny nose. <laughs> Give me the vapors. <laughs> Getting hot in the face. Uh-huh. Well, I think we're at the point now where we can transition into uh, Game Corner. Yeah, I think it's about that time. All right, Taylor, you ready for Game Corner? Yeah. Let's do this. All right. Game Corner. 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 Okay. So, Kyle, mm-hmm. set up this Game Corner for us. All right. So, uh, Taylor will remember, as will probably those that have listened to her previous episode, the last time we did a little uh, bracket competition involving the American Girl dolls. Yeah, and since awesome. it's since it's March, March Madness, yeah, there's a yeah, lot of brackets yeah. going on. We're so. back in we're back in the bracket business. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, bracket it. So this time we've got nice. a new we've got a new set of American Girls. These are Darren. What are these okay. specifically? Uh, we don't need to name them yet. Just no. what are their cat? They're like all part of some. They're 
They're the uh, B Forever characters, originally known as the American Girls Collection, or colloquially, collo- uh, the historical characters. Taylor, okay. what are those? They're the best ones, in my opinion. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> they're the dolls that are um, characters that have the storybooks, and uh-huh. um, they're in it. They're all in different like historical. A lot of them have settings. movies, don't they? Yeah, several of them have movies. Um, Is it a shared universe? No. Mar- Marvel style? <laughs> they <laughs> don't not. all team up and meet? No. They don't fight Thanos together? Well, in our uh, version of reality, they, <laughs> they will... fought. No, they're going to uh, compete against each other. Yeah, so we thought, okay, so it's March Madness. There's a lot of, a lot of sports going on, a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of stuff. But just we're, one sport. Just one, <laughs> just one sports. Um, but we thought it'd be funny or interesting or... Uh, or none of those or things. Or none of those. <laughs> We'll see. To have, rather than them fight each other or or compete in one competition, we are going to te- we're going to pair up two uh, American Girl dolls and also a competition that they must compete in. Uh-huh. So it's not only considering Ooh. the American yeah. Girl dolls; it's considering the event that they are competing okay. uh, mm-hmm. as a part of. Right. And so the way it's going to work is we have eight competitors. So there's going to be, f- there's four matchups to start. Mm-hmm. Um, then there'll be two uh, in the second round and then one final round. So seven different yep. types of competitions. I have seven competition things mm-hmm. um, in this app that I use to randomize lists. Yep. <laughs> and so I will randomize the list and, mm-hmm. we, you know, each matchup will get whatever competition yeah. they're given by that is decided by the random gods. And I, and I'll, and I'll, <laughs> random gods. Um, and I will decide, I will read uh, their description to give us information about how to help us decide who, uh-huh. would, who would win at the certain competition. Now, you don't have to read all their descriptions now, but do you want to go down the list of the sure. star competitors? In sure. <laughs> so we have... Julie Albright. She uh, lived in the 1970s. Okay. We have Molly McIntyre, who lived in the 1940s, or existed. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying lived. Yeah. Um, we have Kit Kittredge, who uh, lived in the 30s. We have Caroline Abbott from the 1810s, I guess. Okay. Um, we have Josefina. Yep. <laughs> Not Josefina. Yeah. I, I like Josefina, but it's technically Josefina. Josefina Montoya from the 1820s. We have Felicity Merriman from the 1770s. Uh-huh. We have Rebecca Rubin from the 1910s. And we have Marie Grace Gardner from the 1850s. Mm. So they're all from different decades, obviously, and mm. uh, different two, eras. Two worlds, one family. <laughs> uh, trust your heart. Uh-huh. Let fate decide. Hope to die. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, okay. I guess I've already randomized the girls and put them on the brackets. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think we can get into the first matchup. Let's All do right. it. Round All one. Right. Round one is going to be Marie Grace Gardner versus Julie Albright. <laughs> they are going to compete in a foot race. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So maybe we should like. Well, I guess you can you can describe them first, and then I'll describe. I guess how I'm imagining the foot race being. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. that might need some description. So Marie Grace was born in New Orleans, but left after her mother and younger brother's deaths. She was a brave. She was brave as a young child, as it told in her backstory. However, years of moving and not having a stable home has changed her. Oh. She is now quite shy. 
Marie Grace was described as more of a loner than Cecil in the personality quiz on AmericanGirl.com. <laughs> Cecile. Cecil. <laughs> Cecile. And considered one of her best friends, and considers one of her best friends to be her loyal dog, Argos. Argos Whoa. usually follows Marie Grace around everywhere. Mm. Again, these do not have to be relevant to the competition, but mm, they, it's part of the description. She takes music lessons from Cecile and enjoys singing. She also enjoys parades. Oh. <laughs> Marie Grace is not as good at French as she once was, but shopping for a household alone has... Oh my gosh, what are these descriptions? Marie Grace is not as good at French as she once was, but shopping for the household alone have made her excellent in mathematics. <laughs> but not in writing. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Shopping I, for a house made her good at math? Dude, I don't know. Okay. I, well, some, of this, Terry. some of this will need to be cut. Okay. Um, all right. Marie Grace is characterized as shy but caring and is very good with babies and children. <laughs> okay. Wow. Marie Grace often helps oh. her father, who is a doctor, and has shown herself to be very good at healing others. All right. <sighs> Sorry. Whoa. That was a long description with a lot of weird sentences. Okay, so that's, okay. that's Marie Grace, All I right. guess. Mm-hmm. So Julie Albright from the 1970s. Uh, Julie Albright is a young girl growing up in San Francisco, California. Uh, Julie is a fun-loving, happy-spirited girl full of energy and new ideas, but prone to fits of despair at the upheaval of the world around her. Jeez. <laughs> she finds it her duty to stand up against the prejudices of the past as opposed to Ivy, with whom she sometimes fights because Ivy is more concerned with keeping life the way it is and not getting into trouble. So this, she's like a feminist or something. And pro, or I guess she's from the 70s. Yeah. So she's like a, a hippie. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you'll get to it in the description, but she's a big advocate for Title IX. So. What's Title IX? Um, it's like in schools, uh, you have to have, like in colleges, you have to have the same amount of boys sports as you offer girls sports. Well, oh. in high schools too. Oh. So yeah, she wants a girls basketball team. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, boy. That's not the only. Julie can be, Julie (laughs) can be thin skinned. This was the most evident in Julie's journey when she was angry for some reason. For some reason. (laughs) No. When she was angry for some time at her cousin for laughing at her poor horse experience. (laughs) (laughs) What could that be? Julie, <laughs> Julie is interested in artistic things, making things, or decorating. She is shown to be crafty and creative. All right. So, well, <laughs> ponder all these things in your heart. Uh, and so the foot race, uh, I imagine, is is um, not on a track, but just sort of on like a, a level terrain, like dirt path okay. like, through like a field. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, it's pretty much all in the uh, in the mm-hmm. speed and the uh, yeah. agility of the of the racers. Okay, so I mean, my my first instinct mm-hmm. was the only thing that in any of those descriptions that you read that that applies to this is sure. I think that you said Julie had a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she's a very spirited girl, full of energy, yeah, and new ideas, but prone to fits of despair. Yeah, so if I guess if she had a fit of despair during the race, it would be uh, mm-hmm. bad news. Uh, and Marie, I think she. Um, is shy? I don't know if that really affects how she's going to race, but... I don't know. Running's a very solitary uh, activity. Anyway. Mm-hmm. See, I think I think Marie Grace could be a little... She could be kind of a dark horse in this, because 
as the end of the description said, her father is a doctor. Oh. And, and you know, if, if her father's a doctor, that means he's very concentrated. That it means that he's very focused. And if she's the daughter of a doctor, she too could be very focused. And running requires a lot of focus, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Okay. So... It could. I don't know. I'm just throwing that in there. <laughs> this is like let's say it's, let's say this is a mile, a mile race. Okay, well, that's pretty long. I is mean, it, to not me, that long. <laughs> I don't want a mile race. These girls are like nine. I'm just saying it's not a sprint. <laughs> okay, it, this is a okay. This okay. is a semi-long distance foot race. Okay, it's from that tree to that tree. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, but the other thing is that Marie Grace lost. Lost her mother and her brother, mm-hmm. so she's a very motivated individual. By their deaths, she's probably running the race that we're all running called life, uh-huh. uh, and she's very good at being motivated by their deaths. Uh, I'm really stretching here. No, unless unless the prize at the end of the race is that she like you know gets mm-hmm. some money for like helping out her family or something. Yeah, I don't know how that would mm-hmm. motivate her to run better. Julie also has poor horse experience. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this isn't a horse race, though. No, but you got to keep up with horses. She could have broken her leg or something on her poor horse experience. Well, and she's not going to be good at running because she broke her leg. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the poor horse experience was she fell off and injured herself. Oh. Then that could be, uh... Mm-hmm. But who knows? Who knows? Taylor, uh, thoughts? So... <laughs> Taylor probably knows more thoughts, about these yeah. characters than we do. Um, Marie Grace, she was... Uh, she's one of the shortest-lived historical characters she's not available for purchasing i thought you meant like she died yeah no, I did too. no 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 <laughs> their timelines are all the same but she was not available for purchase for very long i see um but so she her brother and her mom i believe died of smallpox um is what kind of their stories all around is the smallpox okay, uh, okay. thing so maybe she's like a little sickly but she does have her dog and her dog argos i think he said his name is Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure he's like a standard poodle or schnauzer or something Mm -hmm. so maybe she could ride on her dog (laughs) for the race i mean she's probably got to keep up with the dog too um but yeah julie like i said with the title nine uh stuff so Mm -hmm. title nine i think got passed so she wanted a girls basketball team at her school Mm -hmm. i think the principal said no and it's a whole thing so she wanted she's gonna have to play on the boys team but so she loves basketball she plays a lot of basketball so that's some that's like sports involves a lot of running yeah athletic yeah so i am leaning to julie i'm thinking julie i'm thinking julie too i just wanted to give marie grace a fighting (laughs) chance yeah i mean we don't want it to be a complete knockout yeah she beat smallpox so i wanted her to (laughs) she did not beat julie uh okay julie julie albright moving on yay so round two or not round two but the next uh the next game next competition Round um, one point two. Sure. <laughs> so we have Felicity Merriman okay. versus Rebecca Rubin. All right. Um, uh, and should I say what they're doing first? Yes. Yes. Uh, their competition is going to be a cook-off. Ooh. <laughs> oh, a cook-off. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So Felicity Merriman is an auburn-haired girl. Uh, she's a horse lover mm. from Williamsburg, Virginia. She had a good horse experience. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> who is caught between patriot and loyalist families and friends oh. uh, at the onset of the American Revolution. Themes in her core books include loyalty and staying true to one's ideals. Okay. Felicity is depicted as a spunky, brave, and free-spirited, and is often fed up with the customs that young women are expected to observe at the time. Mine include cooking. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, 
She can be a little brash, impatient, and foolish sometimes, and sets her heart on and sets her heart on things often. She is also quite outspoken, but will stand up to bullies as she did with Jiggy Nye. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. Yes, that's his name. <laughs> what a name. Jiggy Nye. <laughs> uh, that's Bill Nye's dad. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, Rebecca Rubin. Oh, okay. Who is named after a sandwich, which could mean she... <laughs> She's good at sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. That's not cooking. No. Well, that's a sandwich. Rubin is kind of cooking. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Rubin. Oh, that's a short description. She is a nine-year-old Jewish girl uh, of Russian descent, whose maternal grandparents and parents immigrated to the Lower East Side of New York City. Hey, I'm walking here. Mm-hmm. That that place. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Rebecca is fascinated by both various new American customs and the then budding film industry. What? Because she's from the 1910s mm. and aspires to become an actress despite her family's disapproval. Though she still treasures and celebrates her family's Jewish traditions, like making matzo bra soup. What's that? It's like a Jewish matzo. What's it? Matzo ball soup. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, like, maybe she makes food. Okay. Yeah. Jewish food. Yeah. She is Russian, though, mm-hmm. so, like, I like their food's kind of bland. Can't ha- I can't say I've had Russian food. I don't know much about it, but yeah. it's not. So. Okay. Cook-off. Cook-off. Okay. Yeah, I think the competition is just, like, to just, you know, mm-hmm. assuming they have access to a variety of, of ingredients to just mm-hmm. make something delicious that they are proud of. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there <laughs> needs to be any more to it than that. Mm. Well, I will I will say for Rebecca Rubin, I mean, well, you said it already, Ru- Rubin's in the name, so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's trying she's trying to blend Russian and American culture together. Mm-hmm. So that could actually be... And Jewish. Some, and Jewish. That could actually lead to some pretty interesting foods right there. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, the things, like, if she was in a kitchen with a bunch of ingredients and she had to, like cook something like what she would go for okay she's pulling from a lot of different places right now uh-huh. whereas felicity is just she's kind of just caught in she's America. probably railing against the cooking like you were saying yeah like i don't belong in the kitchen mm-hmm. yeah big theme in her story is that um i think her mom's trying to make her do like a needlepoint project or something and she never does it <laughs> yeah stick the whole the thing yeah nice <laughs> I'm so excited by that. So I could see her. I mean, now she does kind of seem maybe competitive. So if she was told like this is a competition that you want to win, mm-hmm. then maybe she'd really mm-hmm. um, stick to it and have be passionate for it. Like she's passionate for her horse or whatever. That's true. But okay. if it's like oh, just go cook something, I could see her getting very distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not really buying her. Yeah, mm-hmm. but kinda... she is described as spunky, brave, and free spirited. Yeah. Those aren't really cooking terms. <laughs> I'm kind of liking Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, feeling. I'm re- feeling Rebecca mm-hmm. too. Okay, I will go with Rebecca as well. I'm, All right, I'm feeling her. She as made well. a delicious no, Ruben sandwich. <laughs> Felicity was my favorite oh. doll, probably. Aw, sorry, Felicity. You can't cook. <laughs> That's okay. She got the um, the competition that did not favor her. Yeah. All right. That's that. Who's the next, next matchup? We've got Molly McIntyre versus Kit Kit Ridge. <laughs> And they are going to be in a sing-off. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> All right. So Molly McIntyre is a young girl living in a fictional city named Jefferson, Illinois, during the later years of World War II. She comes from a Scottish-American family 
Um, she comes up with various plans to draw attention to herself through the series. <laughs> what? <laughs> Several times, these plans and ideas are either wholly unrealistic or fall through. She is not very good at math, <laughs> hates turnips, and is afraid to swim underwater. What is her strengths? She, she sounds like she's, like, narcissistic. <laughs> she struggles with her looks later in the series as she wants to look different with curls. She often believes her hair to be straight, be like straight sticks compared to her teacher, Miss Campbell. <laughs> what? I feel bad for this girl. Uh, she sounds like she just has a lot of problems. Ooh, ooh. She was the best dancer in her class. Oh. So, she also enjoys camp songs. Oh. So, there we go. She's a big schemer, often the ringleader, when she and her friends make plans. Molly's mom calls her a chatterbox in comparison to Emily. Uh, Molly is prone to daydreaming and fanciful ideas. Oh, fancy. Mm. Okay. And who's the other one? Kit Kitridge. Okay, Kit Kitridge. She's from the 30s. Uh, Kit faces the hard times of the early to mid-years of the Great Depression in mm. Cincinnati, Ohio, as her family struggles to adjust to the realities of the economy after her father's job loss. Uh, Kit was named after her mother, uh... She's a tomboy who cares less about dresses, chores, and things that she considers as flouncy, in quotes, <laughs> and is more inclined towards baseball, uh, the great outdoors, uh, country life, and typing news reports. Mm. She hates change and dislikes being <laughs> dependent on charities, instead preferring to learn how to catch the big fish herself, which spurs her fascination with Amelia Earhart. Oh. Uh, she dreams of becoming a reporter one day. And she's going to catch Amelia Earhart. <laughs> she's a big fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll catch her. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I mean, we've got some inkling about someone's predication towards campfire songs. I mean, yeah. it's kind of the only, I mean, it's kind of the only thing that really is like uh -huh. standing out to me right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of the kind of main themes of one of her books is that, yeah, she's in this dance show and it's like she wears this really cool patriotic outfit and everything. And so I'm like, you know, if you want to dance, you might be interested in singing, too. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, we, we would not be able to do this without I'm you. reading these That's bullshit so descriptions, funny. and you're like, I already know Yeah, I'm like, I this. know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kit, yeah, she, her most, like, um, the thing she's most interested in is journalism, which... Yeah. It's not as artsy. I think she's more like about the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything and about she hates flouncy things? Yeah, like yeah. singing. Yeah. Not probably. that singing is like could be flouncy. Well, yeah. well, she's more inclined to baseball, so she might have sang everyone's favorite song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Uh, or, or the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. yeah America so the Beautiful. <laughs> she loves the gray outdoors, so she probably loves fresh air, which is good for singing. Okay. I'm really stretching here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've kind of feeling that All it's right. probably yeah. Molly, well, right? Yeah. For the sake of moving on, let's just let's just call it here. Molly. Molly McIntyre. Um, fun fact, since Molly wanted to have curly hair, I think it's like her sister or something, and her teacher have like these nice perms. And when I was in elementary school, I wanted a perm like one of those. <laughs> I did not get it, which is good. Wait, do perms typically have curly curls? In them? Yeah. Yeah. You so could have had like, one for like, Irish dancing. It's like permanent. But you could have had one for Irish dancing. Yeah, really we, my mom and I, we used to curl my hair with um, foam rollers. So it's like you put your hair in the roller when it's wet and then you right. sleep on it and it dries. Let it gets really curly. <laughs> but I used to have really long hair and it would take like 60 foam rollers. Wow. Sleeping on that, it's not that comfortable. No. So yeah, we got the wig. It's wow. much easier. 
Yeah. Fair enough. All, All right. right. Next one. So this is the final uh, matchup of the first round. Okay. Caroline Abbott okay. and Josefina Montoya. <laughs> okay. Was uh, taught the correct pronunciation by Taylor. What are they competing in? Oh, they are going to be in a dance-off. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So I guess... Uh, dance-off. Kit, was it Kit Kitridge or Molly was Molly. the dancer? She, yeah. you know, she had the wrong round. But. Wrong round. All right. So Caroline Abbott from the 1800s, uh, from the 1810s specifically. Caroline Abbott is a girl from Sackets Harbor, New York, the only daughter of a shipbuilder who owned a shipyard near Lake Ontario. She was born in a log cabin mm. and is the only child in her family. She enjoy, enjoys outdoor activities, especially sailing and ice skating during the winter. She dreams of being captain of her own ship one day. Mm. She also likes fishing uh, and embroidery, and she loves to sew. Um, she's considered sweet and clever. Her friends call her a true hero because she's not afraid to put her courage to the test. Well, okay. Dancing takes courage. <laughs> That's pretty vague. Uh, I don't know Caroline, is considered, <laughs> Caroline is considered adventurous, tomboyish, brave, heroic, and independent. She is prone to make rash decisions, oftentimes, oftentimes bordering between brave and foolish, she is stubborn, sensitive, and easily offended, but she can be quite outspoken. Okay. So, uh, yeah, good, right. good aspects. Uh, so, Josefina from the 1820s. She's a young Mexican girl living in New Mexico with her extended family. She lives with her father and three older sisters. Her mother died a year before the start of the series. <laughs> when Josefina was eight, she feels lost and unsure without her mama. Ugh, that's a weird sentence to read. <laughs> she's, she's an impatient girl who is also very thoughtful. Uh, oh boy. Josefina has a hobby of collecting things that remind her of her mother and putting them in a memory box. She does not think of herself as brave. She is scared of snakes, lightning, and guns. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, girl. Been there. <laughs> she is very shy around people she does not know well, but very playful with her sisters and even attempts to keep peace between her, both of them. Interrupting fights, usually in, you, involving joking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Do with that what you will. Got, on one side, you have a girl who was apparently very courageous and brave, and another who's scared of everything. Yep. So. I would imagine if you're afraid of lightning, guns, and snakes, you're probably afraid of dancing a little bit. <laughs> and if that's you're sh- pretty normal things to be afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. To be, dan- to be afraid of dancing? No. no. Snakes? Just... Absolutely. Lightning? Maybe. Yeah. If you're nine. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you wimps. Uh, and guns are scary. So. Yeah, guns are scary. Lightning is like a snake from the sky, too. Mm, yeah. It's like a snake and a gun combined. Yeah! That's so true. Guns. <laughs> is it? Gun snakes. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy for me uh, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, Make see, a, Caroline, convince us the other way. I would say maybe she's a good dancer because she likes to ice skate, so she might have uh, some skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josefina is um, Mexican heritage, so I feel like they are lively and like to dance a lot. Mm-hmm. I think maybe in our books, uh-huh. her family dance. Okay. Yeah? Okay. So, okay. I don't know. I could see either way. You're convincing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I still feel that even if her family is prone to dancing, that she's maybe too shy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Caroline true. is tomboyish. She probably doesn't want to dance. Mm. Uh, a lot of tomboys so, in this. Yeah, that's kind of a big thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, Josefina was my other top favorite doll. Okay. As a child. But Caroline has awesome hair. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we gotta ju- bring up the hair. We just the long, long curls. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Taylor, where are you, Damon? <sighs> 
I don't know. I'm going to be biased and pick Josefina because okay. I like her. I still say Caroline. <laughs> Darren? I got to say Caroline, just based off these descriptions. Sorry, Josefina. Right. <laughs> we you down. That's fine. Yes. And I apologize like for these descriptions. These were just like the short ones that I could find. <laughs> so they're probably not all encapsulating. Yeah. They each well, have like six books, so. Yeah. Now, now we've gone through all of them, so we don't need to necessarily read the entire description again. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's move on to round two. Okay, let's do it. The next matchup now is Julie Albright and Rebecca Rubin. Okay. And they are doing <laughs> a trivia contest. <laughs> so just, just as a refresher, Rebecca Rubin is the Jewish girl from Russia. And Julie Albright is the San Francisco uh, activist. Is she the... Uh, from the 70s. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Um, is Re- Rebecca, was she the reporter? No, Rebecca was... Must forgot. be an actress. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. But she likes film. That could mm-hmm. help in trivia. That could help in yeah. trivia. And yeah. she's she's also an immigrant, and, and an immigrant has to learn quite quickly mm-hmm. about a lot of things. True. So That's tri- true. You know, trivia requires a, uh-huh. a an ability to learn. Yeah, this would be trivia. It, I'm assuming this covers every like aspect of the world, like mm-hmm. geography, his, history, sure. pop culture, sure, whatever uh, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess no. they're all from different times. Yeah, so. it's yeah. a little unfair because Julie well, is from the 70s, yeah, so yeah. like she has more access to like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, radio I don't know. But, but TV. Julie, Julie, uh, I mean, she. She is prone to fits of despair at the upheaval of the world around her. I mean, sounds like she's pretty. She has an ear to the ground on that's true. Yeah, on news and information. One of her other like activist issues uh, is about saving eagles. Mm. <laughs> so me, me too. She knows about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh boy, they're both from big cultural like centers because that's true. She's from San Francisco and Rebecca lives in New York. Hmm. This is a tough one. This is yeah. a tough, but a, but a good, good competition nonetheless. Um, <laughs> trying to, okay, <laughs> trying to okay. Julie is very crafty and creative. Okay. Uh, okay. Rebecca is fascinated with both various new American customs. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm kind of leaning um, Rebecca. I don't really have a like. I don't know if this counts argument. or not, but in the description of Julie a while ago, you mentioned Ivy, and that's her best friend who is uh, Chinese. Mm. And so I don't know if she, like, she's allowed to use her best friend like <laughs> in the trivia. Is this Jeopardy? Because uh, Rebecca Jeopardy, does not have uh, a best friend. Who wants to be a millionaire? Rebecca doesn't have any friends? Well, I'm sure she has friends, but like... She doesn't have a best friend. Uh, Ivy was available for purchase. It's like you could buy the best friend doll. So some of them had best friends that you could buy. Wait, uh, what? Mm-hmm. Good, good marketing scheme. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if she would be allowed to use her best friend. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> and I, I, have, I have no biases because they were both new to me when I started working at the store. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Rebecca. That's my vote. But. Yeah. Hmm. See, it's also one of those things where it's like if you're if you're new to a country and there's also there all of a sudden there's like trivia involved about that country, you might not you might not know right away because you're you're so new. Uh huh. Like, but it's not necessarily just trivia about America. No, that's true. I guess, and they are from different eras. So I guess if you were to put them in a trivia contest, it would have to be about things 
prior to 1910 that things from the seven people from the 1970s would know. Yeah. yeah. So mm, I don't know. Uh, Taylor, you you vote. <sighs> I don't know. I think I might go with Rebecca. All right, I'll go then with Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. Hey, all right. <laughs> that's a tough one. Miss Ruban. Miss Ruban. You're moving on. Hey, Miss Ruban, I'm walking here. She is from New York. All right. So the next matchup in round two, uh-huh. Molly McIntyre versus Carolyn Abbott. They are going to be... <laughs> in a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so just just as a refresher, um, uh, these are like nine year old girls, by the way. So they're gonna get like one hot dog. <laughs> so Molly McIntyre is uh, as, okay. She's from the later years of World War II. Scottish American family. Um, not very good at math. <laughs> Hates turnips and is afraid to swim underwater. Um, she's a great tap dancer, uh, enjoys camp songs. That's what, that was the deciding yeah, factor. Right. Um, let's see. She's also a chatterbox. She's prone mm. to daydreaming and fanciful ideas. She's got to chew her mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Karen. <laughs> Who's the other? Carolyn Abbott. Okay. Um, Carolyn Abbott is, uh, she's the, she's the daughter of a shipbuilder. She loves ice skating and sailing and wants to be a captain of her own ship one day. She also likes fishing. Uh, let's see. She's considered adventurous, tomboyish, brave, heroic, and independent. Mm, tomboyish. Yeah. I could see her. Uh, She's stubborn. I mean. Putting it down. Putting down I, mean, I mean, you gotta be stubborn for a food eating contest. Yeah, you gotta be stubborn yeah. against your own body. Yeah. I mean, like, if you want to, you want to, you want to. Hey, if you want to be captain of your own ship one day and you can't eat, win in a hot dog eating contest, uh-huh. get out of here. <laughs> like, uh-huh. t- Taylor, thoughts? Um, my immediate thoughts were, you know, hot dog is a classic American food and mm. Molly is from the 40s and is like a very like all-American girl, sure. super patriotic, like her dad's off at war. Um, she loves America. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and you know, like food's rationed at her time sure. of life, so maybe it would be kind of special. Mm-hmm. So she, and maybe she's just hungrier in general. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, well, the, the, the depression yeah, was think, on the way out at that point, so. Right, but food was still being rationed because of the war. Sure. Um, mostly, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I don't know, I'm leaning towards uh, Molly because okay. of the all American yeah, girl type thing. But. Yeah. Wait, and. But Caroline seems this, fine, Who's too, the stubborn I mean. one, Caroline? Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I'd like to say, if you're going to be a ship captain, you should be able to <laughs> yeah, win a you, hot dog yeah, eating yeah, contest. Yeah. A mutiny typically starts with a food eating contest, <laughs> uh-huh. so you better be able That's to win funny. that. you gotta, gotta She also likes fishing, right? She likes fishing. So yeah. that, I mean, she might like eating fish. <laughs> <laughs> Which is close to a hot dog. <laughs> a, it, dry, a little unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caroline probably never saw a hot dog in her life. That's, oh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we're not. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just disregard that idea. I, mean, I wasn't thinking about that when I right. made the list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a fish is like a hot dog. It's like a, it's, it's like it's like <laughs> fish meat between two gills. Much like a hot dog is between two buns. Uh-huh. Um, what are we feeling here? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling Carolyn. I'm definitely you were saying, saying Molly. Molly. Yeah. So it's Darren's. Oh boy. Okay. Darren's the tie break. 
This is, you know, this is probably the one I'm the most sure. Of. Okay, and so I know. Well, if you're if you're confident about that, I'll I'll go with mine. Wait, and what was your reason again? Because she's just all American, okay. super patriotic. All right, hey, I'll I'll go with mine. All right, it's a convincing I've argument. I voted. All right, Molly McIntyre. You're in the final round. <laughs> Versus Rebecca Rubin. Yes, and you know, I just I did just randomize it, but. I think the last round is very fitting. Okay. Um, they will be competing in um, a Ninja Warrior style oh. uh, obstacle course. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that is their comp- final competition. Okay. Rebecca Rubin versus Molly McIntyre. Ninja Warrior. It's not a race, I don't think. How does Ninja Warrior work? It's it's more of like I mean, you have it, to get through the course slash you get points for how well you go through the course. I mean, you, it, it is in some ways a race. You want to have a good time, but okay. it, more than anything, it is just about completing the course. Right, right. Okay. So, okay. So I got both their descriptions up here. Uh, just quick reminders again. I mean, I know we just did Molly McIntyre, so I really don't need to... Well, well, I'll, I'll read some other things that might ha- add to this. Molly McIntyre is a good tap dancer. Um, <laughs> That's famous. She's the best dancer in her class. Hey, it takes some it takes some skill to dance. Yeah, it's yeah. Skill to do Ninja Warrior. Um, let's see. She is a big schemer and the ringleader uh, of her friend group. She, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but she is afraid to swim underwater. Which actually, mm. a lot of Ninja Warrior is above water. Uh huh. So maybe, but you fall into water, yeah. You fall into water, so she maybe be afraid to fall in. So that's true. Might make her grip a little bit stronger, or make her <laughs> or psych her out. Yeah, yeah. But make guys, may I remind you, she also hates turnips. So <laughs> oh right, right, right. Uh, there's, that, there's that famous turnip part of yeah, the yeah. warrior <laughs> competition. Um, <laughs> and Rebecca Rubin, uh, Rush, Russia, Russian descent. Uh, she's Jewish, New York City. Um, hey, I'm Morgan. Loves, loves loves the budding film industry and wants to be an actress. So, oh god. Well, I feel like this is kind of seeming uh, seemingly unfair. Molly's game here. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Seems like in general, Molly's more active than Rebecca. Yeah. yeah. Dancing, like yeah, that requires you to be fit. But so does acting sometimes. Yeah. I mean, some and does... I suppose like yeah, early acting bod. probably involved a lot of dancing. Mm, maybe. Hey, maybe Rebecca does her own stunts. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What kind of what kind of films is she in? Uh, the, one the ninja go, films. One ninja films. <laughs> yeah. Ones where you go to the moon. <laughs> oh. Uh, ones with uh, Charlie Chaplin. Okay. <laughs> Got to be fit to be around him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. To impress him. I mean, she could be a. I mean, kind of antics. Hey, if she's in the silent film era, she and and I mean, if she's pulling some Buster Keaton shit, like yeah, you gotta be very active. Yeah. So okay, expressive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and Ninja Warrior is a show. So yes. and she is not afraid to be in front of the camera. <laughs> Whereas Molly is very shy. Well, I don't know if there's any cameras mm. doing this. Maybe there is. Um, mm. Molly does struggle with her looks. Okay. Yeah, Important. she has pretty nerdy glasses. Oh. She's got glasses? Yeah. <laughs> Does she need them? Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. She, they could fall off during the competition. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be bad. Have a hard time seeing where she's swinging. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but she does love to draw... T- I, I was wrong. She's not shy. She loves to draw attention to herself. Oh, true. Mm. So she, she's probably good in front of the camera, too. Yeah. Not, mm. af- not afraid to ninja warrior it up. Yep. Mm. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. You have to make an argument for this. I say Molly. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think I'll probably lean towards Molly, too. Uh, I, I, I think Rebecca Rubin put up a good fight. 
She but got to the final round. She got yeah. to the final. Yeah, yeah. Nothing but, to. But when it comes to scoff at. no, but when it comes to uh, when it comes to Ninja Warrior Challenge, like the description alone, my confidence is more in Molly. So yeah. Molly, right. Molly McIntyre. It's, it's, it's fitting that the Irish. Uh, Irish, isn't she Irish? Uh, Molly, she's Scottish Mac- American. Oh, yeah. McIntyre is Scottish. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking it sounded Irish. <laughs> it, it does. Close. Well, hey, man. never mind, Molly. Schemed her way All to right, the top. Molly. Uh, this is those campfire songs that really did it for <laughs> her. Yep. <laughs> put down some hot dogs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that was fun. Um. <laughs> yep. That was a, uh... A weird <laughs> bracket. <laughs> I liked it actually. I don't think it was a is a, a failure of the game. That's yeah. good. No, it, it 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 you know when they have to fight each other, sometimes they really have to stretch themselves. So, okay. Well, uh, thank you for humoring us, everyone. Um, Taylor, thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Typically, we do plugs here. Um, so. You know, the Irish dance. Yeah, I'll plug the Wix School of Irish Dance. Okay. Uh, nice. In case any of you want to get into it, they. They used to offer adult classes. I think they probably still How do you do. spell that? W-I-X? Um, W-I-C-K. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, or any Irish dancing school is fine, but oh, okay. I like Wick best. Just the just the idea of Irish dancing? Yeah. Like to plug yeah, I'll that? just plug Irish dancing. Uh-huh. It's, it's great cardio. R- river jig. Yeah. River yeah. dance. How do you feel about Celtic women? I think they're talented, but... Pass. I, yeah. <laughs> I won't pay lots of money to go see them. <laughs> All right. My dad really likes Celtic. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're what good. What are they? I they're don't really even know good. what that is. It's like a singing group. Yeah, oh, okay. they are very good. I thought you were just asking, like, how do you feel about Celtic women? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, that's general. a weird question. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the the, the Celts. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Kyle, anything to plug? Uh, just the podcast. In general? Sorry about not having an episode last time. Yeah, still sorry, but hey. We should have gotten Taylor sooner. Then we could have been yeah. even more timely with the, uh, Patrick, St. Patrick's Day, uh, shenanigans, but. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You, you got an apology, so. Yep. I'm not sorry. Be grateful. <laughs> Accept it. Oh, boy. Uh, I'd like to plug the podcast as well. Uh, you can find the podcast on Stitcher, iTunes. SoundCloud. Uh, uh, Is there more? Uh, ABC, NBC, oh, CBS, yeah. TBS, CVS, CVS. <laughs> yeah, you can get us out of pharmacy. I'd also like to plug the Scratch Track Twitter, which is at Scratch Track Pod. We also have a Gmail, which is uh, Scratch Track Pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's I, all I'm really going to plug. So, Have you checked that recently? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, good. No one's emailed us. That's it's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure someone's checking it because yeah. I realize I haven't. Uh, give it. I give it a, a look here and there. We got one. We got emailed one time. We got that um, remix of our theme. Yeah, if you yeah, want to remix our cool. yeah, if you want to <laughs> remix our theme song, send it our way. Yeah, if you want to throw some Hydladeated uh, eyes in there, like oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> remix Darren's Irish song to an actual <laughs> Irish song. Hydladeated eye. That would be the best. Ah, uh, okay. Well, Taylor, thank you for joining us again. Yep, thank you. Thanks. Uh, all right, so this is the end of the episode. So from all of us here at Scratch Track, we'll see you later. Hide a little, hide a little, hide a little, hide a little, bye. Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> bye.